welcome to the Medical Device Marketing Podcast. I'm Jenna Ransom and today I'm pleased to be joined by Becca Brady. Hi. Hi, Becca. Um, Today we're going to be talking about quite a broad topic. Um, So it's what is actually the point in having a medical device website? Uh, Mm -hmm. Why do you actually need one? What are they supposed to do? That sort of thing. So Becca, can we just start by like covering why it's important that we discuss this? Yeah, I think websites are a really big topic, like you said, and it's something that's really important for people to really understand their value. I think, you know, we get a lot of early conversations with clients that say, you know, websites are a lot of hard work. They kind of feel a bit pointless. I had one person being like, does anyone even look at websites anymore? Um, When actually sort of like 81% of shoppers research something online before they purchase something. And a lot of that research is going to be happening on a website. And, you know, there's times we've all been shopping for something, we've landed on a website, it looks like it was made in 1999 and you've left because you don't trust that brand because the only it's the same thing about your website's your virtual shop. And if you walked into a shop and didn't feel like they knew what they were doing or their products were of good quality and value, you wouldn't buy there. And your website is the exact same, you know. Um, I think there's a statistic, something that says that like 84% of customers believe a good website provides credibility to that company. So it's really important that your website really sings about being credible and looks credible and is credible, basically. Um, yeah, and I think, um, I think quite a few people maybe don't, understand how much a website can actually do for you and what it needs to be and I think that's where you know a lot of the issues with not wanting to you know spend a lot of time on a website comes from yeah but I think not having a website can actually be can be harmful I think you know you want somewhere online for people to go to it it builds credibility like we just talked about but also you know, it's ba- is your online hub. It's where everything needs mm. to be going to. If you don't have that, it really can hurt your brand. It can really hurt your company. Like your sales reps, they go out, they're speaking to HCPs. They go, where can I get some more information? Oh, Instagram. Like we don't have a website. Like <laughs> that makes them feel like you're new or that you don't really know what you're doing. Like it, it can really hurt your brand if you don't have a website. And I think a lot of people listening to this go, well, of course, I'm going to have a website, but I can have one page up and it doesn't need to do much. And I think that's really what we need to be talking about because having a website is one thing, but it's, you need to be having a, you need to have a good website. It goes back to the idea of if you don't trust a company or they don't look credible because their website's bad, you're potentially turning away potential customers for something as, as like because of your website. So it's really important that, you understand that your website, you can't just put a random page up and hope that that's going to do everything it needs to do for you. Your website is in a really integral part of your marketing strategy, of your sales strategy, of just your general commercial plan. And if you don't have a good, strong website, you're just hurting yourself in the short term, but also in the long term. Totally. Um, and you mentioned something before that I think is a really important thing to discuss you said you know if you're talking to someone at a conference and they say where can I find more information 
you're not going to just, you know, you wouldn't want to just say just Instagram. So I think that kind of begs the question, why not? Like, what can a website offer you that these other channels can't? So why can't I just send out emails? Why can't I just post on social media or put a journal in an ad? What can a website offer that those channels can't? It's a really good point because I think you know when we talk about multi-channel marketing so all those things that you just talked about we know on a lot of our podcasts we've been talking about how good emails are or how good social media is or how good webinars are so if all of those things are doing a great job why do you need a website I, I, I hear that but it's because all of those things need to go somewhere if someone's had a really great experience with you on a website on a webinar that they found because the speaker shared it where do they go next? If you think about your buyer's journey from not knowing who you are to purchasing something or contacting you, there's a lot of different steps. And if you, and your website basically helps them through that journey, it helps them through those steps. So if they find you on a social media post, or if they find you because a sales reps had a great coffee with them at an exhibit, the next step they, they should be going to is your website and all of your marketing materials should be pushing people to that website. And I guess you could ask, well, why can't all my marketing push materials push them to social media? Well, your website can provide a place for you to provide lots of information, as well as you to collect their contact details, as well as you to kind of look at what they're looking at. You know, you get website analytics that tell you 75% of my traffic is looking at this stapler great, I need to do more with this stapler. That's clearly what people want. Whereas if you're just sending people to Instagram, you can't really track that level of analytics. You can't see what people like about your profile the same way you can with a website. It also allows you, like I said, to get get their contact information. And that's really important because that can continue around that cycle of people needing to hear you multiple times. Your website can really offer something that nothing else can do um, and that's because it does so many different things if you do it properly I think the most common thing that people use it for is sort of like a, a branding activity um, and I think that if your website is purely just a one-page pretty website for branding it's not doing 95% of its job mm-hmm. and what about like what you can do on a website that you can't do on social media so why could I not post all of the information I have on social Mm -hmm. media like I can on my website well you well you could but the difference is that doing it on a website means that you know it's it's to your website it's completely bespoke for you like it's your look it's your feel it's your brand whereas if you're posting something on Instagram you can only have like one square ton of text and that's what every company's will look like whereas when you're posting something on social media like on your website you can design those page layouts to provide content in the best way for your customers so if you if your customers need to talk about how long something will take to deliver or the cost of something you can really go into loads of detail and you can create a journey where they can just click through everything so if they're reading an article on, you know, um, insulators and they need to know the cost of that, you know, you don't want to put that on page one. You can click through and have that on page two. Whereas if you have an Instagram post about that, there's no way that you can link them to. You can't link from post one to post four. Like 
you can't do that and you have to rely on people seeing all the different posts where on a website mm. you can create a really unique content journey of right you've seen this information about this circular stapler great have you seen this endoscopic linear stapler that you might also need here's a link to that and you can link everything in such a way that you're bespoking that customer journey yeah totally and I think I think it's um the difference is that I'm not going to go on social media and scroll back looking for the information that I I need to make my buying decision like if I heard of a company and I want to learn more about what they do the first thing I I personally would do is go to Google and look at their website and then maybe later on I might look at their social media but I know that usually all the information I need I'm more likely to find it on the website than I am actually on social media and I think that's true for a lot of people and I think you know you can't really post loads and loads and loads of information on social media because it's not as engaging like it's just not what that platform's for it's Mm. you know you can get bored really quickly and if you post too much and flood people's feeds it can get boring and I just think that when you post that sort of stuff on your website you can make it more engaging and that's what people are there for they're there for that long form content rather than social media which is you know all about the short snappy visual side of things yeah I think it's a really good point it's also that you know it's the right content for the right platform you know social media 100% has its place marketing funnel emails have its place like everything has its role and the role of a website is to be your hub it's where where all the content all the content lands it's where where you're hosting everything so on your social media you can do you know social media needs to be short and snappy so you can do a short and snappy post talking about a feature and then go to see everything else about this device see our website like go to our website and that's where you host all the information if you try to post a 2000 word article on your Instagram about features of your device or benefits of your device. People aren't reading that. They're wanting short, quick, snappy things on social media. So how you should see it is your social media is your hook to like get people interested and then you send them to your website where they get all the information that they need and they want and that they need to make their buyer's decision. And there's lots of things that you think about when when any HCP or patient buy something, you know, there's lots of it's not just a case they see one social media post and they're like, yep, cool, great, I'm ready to buy. Reality is they need a lot more information than that. And your website gives you a place to host all that information. Um, And then also it can be a place for you to if you're patient focused, you could have like reviews and things like that. You can't obviously have reviews if you're a healthcare professional on your website but patient testimonials and things could be going on your website which you know it's just a hub for everyone to get all the information that they need um you mentioned google as well you know people search things on google you know people want mm-hmm. to find your answers on google um so it's important that your website is there it's important that the information that you need is there um and yeah if you think about you know everything you ever bought online at some point you've gone on that website if not the last place you were when you bought something was that website so you need you need a website yeah for sure um okay so you just imagine that I'm someone who's worried about investing my time and my money all my effort into creating a website because I'm not sure that 
I'm going to get it right. And I'm worried that if I don't get it right, it's not going to be worth it. So what Mm -hmm. do you think that I need to know? Or what do I need to know about what my website should be doing to give me peace of mind when I'm working on my design? So you mentioned that it needs to be the hub and all of my other channels need to be, you know, funneling towards my website. But, you know, what sort of content do I need to have on my website? What does it need to do when my users get onto the site? Yeah, I think the main word there that you've used is funnel. Like your website is essentially kind of the bottom part of the funnel, like everything feeds into it. And then outside that website pops out your leads. So what you need to be doing on your website is providing content that help that answers your customers questions and essentially earns their trust. You know, we don't buy anything unless we trust what we're buying is what we want. We don't buy anything unless we trust the company that we're buying from. And that's something that your website needs to be doing it's basically leading your customer on their journey from not knowing anything about you or hearing you on a social media post to being ready to buy and the reason that your website is needs to be such a big project and needs to be something you really think about is because not every single person that lands on your website is going to a want the same thing b know the same thing about you that the other person knew or C has been there before. Some people have been there 10 times. Some people have been there once. So you're catering for a lot of different people when they land on your website. So when you're designing your pages, you need to have that in mind. You need to think like, okay, so when someone comes from our social media, social media, do we send them to the homepage? Probably not because they know a bit more information. Where do we send them? Do we send them to a landing page about features? Do we send them to a landing page about benefits? Like, do we send send them straight to our contact page? So what I do before starting any website is I map out my current customer journey. Like what do I want them to do on my website? And I make sure that at every single one of those points, I have content for them or I have value for them to help them with their buying decision. So for some people, you might look at that and be like, every time I start a customer purchase something from us, They always want to know the price. Great, okay, I need a pricing page. They always want to know how to use the device. Okay, I need a page that explains how my device is used. Um, They always want to know what indications it can be used for. All of those questions need to be answered somewhere on your website um, and they all need to link together. So going back to the idea of it being a pretty, and I know I keep saying that website's not just being pretty because I think that's, the miss the biggest misconception with medical device marketing i just need a website that is one page home page that looks pretty you don't you need a website that takes somebody that knows nothing about your company all the way through to buying something or contacting you but at the same time that same website needs to be providing information to people that do know stuff about you so it's a really intricate Way, thing to look at you need to think about all the different people that are landing on your website and cater to all of them so yeah it's it's it, it's mapping it all out making sure that every person that comes into that funnel and lands on your website gets the information that they need yeah totally and I think what about getting them to the end result so I think Mm -hmm. they need to, you know, you have a website because you have a goal and your goal probably is to get leads or purchases. What can you do to influence them performing that desired action? It's a really good question. Um, 
you know, once you've got people onto your website, it's all about optimizing it for conversion. So it's about, you know, having very clear call to actions and having, going back to your idea of having a goal, is having a clear aim for what you want people to do. So when you think about that buyer's journey, if, you know, you want people to reach out to you to get a price because you're not happy to put your pricing on the website, cool, that's fine. Then you need to have a really cool, really clear call to action that says speak to one of our specialists or, you know, book a call, book a demo, all of those things. So you're, you need to optimize your website for the end goal that you want. And then, yeah, so something that for goal setting in general is start at the end of the goal and work your way backwards. So what's the end goal of your website? Is it a lead? Great. Okay. So how do I get them to become a lead? I need them to book a call. I need to book a call button and you just work your way backwards from creating a conversion that that is what you actually need. Um, yeah. Well, it's a lot to consider when you're uh, designing a website. There definitely is a lot to consider. It's a really fun project and it's something that I also don't, I don't think web websites should be static. I think, you know, I get a lot of, I made a website five years ago and I'm like, great, cool. What have you done on it in the last five years? Nothing that's a mistake or um you'll build as a website now and then we'll come back to you in like three or four years time and you can build as a new one like, no like you're just like your instagram or your social media or your email campaigns or your webinars your website should be constantly being updated it should be constantly being tested is it working is it not and because of that it means you can do things in sections you know websites that are huge or you know if you look at apple's website that's not the same website they had a year ago or two years ago because pages are constantly being updated new pages are being added you find you know marketing essentially you work off assumptions you know we we assume that because our buyers have these questions these are the pages they're going to go to but you then get data and find out something that you thought wasn't very important to your customers is the page that people are going to all the time. And you might only have three sentences written on that page. So then you need to be like, right, I need to do more to that page because that's where people are going. So the reason that I say that is that, yes, it's a big project, but you can definitely do it in phases. You can create a home page, a contact us page and a conversion page first. And then you can constantly build something like a learning hub or a knowledge hub or challenge pages. And you can constantly build it and create different phases to your website so that one, it doesn't feel like an absolute monster of a project, but two, it continues to add value straight away. So, you know, the four pages that you launched at the beginning add value. And then you have a nice sort of monthly or every two month or quarterly plan to add a new page and to add a new stuff and because you have that end goal in mind you can do that and then you just make sure that every page that you create or every page you edit is still working towards that goal so say i'm somebody who has invested or is thinking about investing loads of money and time into creating an amazing website how is that going to impact my sales process overall? It's a really, really good question. Um, hopefully, if you everything right, it should impact your sales in a really positive way um, because it should allow your customers to basically self-qualify for your process, your project or your product. And what I mean by that is if you're putting content on your website that talks about 
how long your product takes to make and not to arrive. You know, if you have a really long cycle of making a product or if, you know, your pricing's on there and those things don't meet their requirements, they're not going to contact you. And it means, and I know people are going to be like, but I want them to contact me. But you don't if they can't actually become customers. You know, if they only have, I'll make it easy, easy numbers. If they only have £100 to spend and your project is 100 your product is 150 there's no point in them contacting you because your sales team will go through the entire sales cycle. They'll speak to them tons or speak to them loads. And essentially, they're going to drop out because they can't afford it. Whereas if you gave them all that information up front, that wouldn't happen. Um, so to make this happen, it requires sales and marketing to really work together to create you sort of a really strong commercial website that helps your sales team by answering questions that they get all the time. And then it also helps them because it means the conversations they're having with the leads that you provided them are actual leads. It's not people that are just kicking the tires. It's it's people that actually could convert into, into money. And that's the main thing to think about. So... It sounds like what you're saying, Becca, is that when you create an amazing website, everybody wins, not just marketing, but your whole company wins because you're bringing in leads, the sales process is expedited, everybody wins. Yeah, everybody wins. I know we had a whole conversation about this, about sales and marketing, um, and I think there is this big misconception that, you know, sales teams lose out because the website's stealing that's not the right word but stealing leads but in reality your sales team should be benefiting from your website your sales team should be wanting to be super engaged because they're getting qualified leads you know they're not wasting their time like talking to people that aren't going to go anywhere or providing the same content here at polymos we have loads of content on our knowledge hub and when any of my clients come to me with a question that instead of having to answer the same question that i've probably answered stuff like why i need a website i can now direct them to this podcast because i've had this conversation and it saves saves time having to have the same conversations with people all the time when actually there is a whole resource out there that they could be learning and also, if you've got a bigger sales team, it means that you know that your sales team are all saying the same thing. You know, something that we hear from our clients all the time is, I'm having I'm having really inconsistency issues because all of my sales teams are saying different things in emails or in, or in calls. Whereas if you have content on your website that your sales team are sending out to help with their sale, you know it's consistent. You know that everyone's here getting the same information and that really helps your brand and your company succeed. Mm, amazing. Cool. So I feel like we've covered or at least covered in some detail everything to do with what a website can do for you, why essentially you need one. Um, mm-hmm. I think let's end with your main piece of advice for people who aren't sure what a, what the point of a website is? Yeah, my main point of, would be to see your website as a digital sales rep and see them having, your website having the potential to be the end of that funnel, help people through their customer journey. Um, and, you know, to do that requires planning and thought into what your website needs to be. Amazing. Great. Well, if anybody listening would like more information on this topic, you can visit our learning hub where we have published an article all about this, 
or of course feel free to get in touch with us and we'd be happy to talk to you so thanks for listening